Welcome to the Rankings, the podcast that answers the usual question. Which Studio Ghibli film directed by Hayao Miyazaki is the best? I'm Danny Weiser, and with me as always is my co-host and the heen to my turnip head, Ty McGowan. What's up, buddy? What's up? Uh, dang, that intro was a mouthful. I'm surprised you got through it on the it's first take. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, normally our intros take me like two or three takes because I mess up or I didn't write the right things down. I did it this time and I'm proud of myself. I hope you're proud of me too. Uh, I wouldn't say proud, just, you know, surprised that you didn't mess up. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'll take that. That's fine. Yeah, I uh, I think Heen and Turniped, we'll talk about it when we talk about Howl's Moving Castle. I love those little stupid side characters that don't actually add a whole lot, but are just kind of there to populate the world. Oh, yeah. Heen is that stupid little dog that looks grumpy and has chicken legs that made me laugh every time he was on screen in yeah. the movie. Well, well, I mean, we'll obviously talk about this more when we get to Ponyo, but like the the design of all these characters are hilarious and awesome. Like, yeah. they're not, it's not like Pixar where they're like, Oh wow, that looks so realistic. It's just like, yeah, this is mad crazy and awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh I'm interested to see how many times we are gonna say the words like beautiful and charming oh, yeah. when describing these because they're all both of those things. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to stop ourselves. I think I feel like I feel like me the after watching all these, Miyazaki and Wes Anderson would be best friends just total both, best friends they're both very quirky they're just really different kinds of quirky yeah but i feel like but they, yeah, they they're both weirdos i like i guarantee wes anderson loves these movies with a passion and yeah, i bet him it, it would be a very like father-son relationship but i bet wes anderson <laughs> and him would get along really you know get together they obviously they wouldn't drink a beer they drink some kind of weird cocktail novelty drink but yeah <laughs> right <laughs> All right. Uh, this episode, we're talking about Studio Ghibli movies, but we didn't want to talk about all of them. Um, we wanted to kind of narrow it down a bit, partially because I had, before we came up, or Ty, before you came up with the idea for this episode, I had never seen any Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah. And so I had some homework to do over, <laughs> over a little over a month. Um, I kind of binge watched them over the weekends for the entire month of April. Um, but we, we're just doing ones that are directed by Hayao Miyazaki himself. Because he's like uh, the greatest so, animator director of all time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so we figured that was a good place to start. I'm going to branch out and watch the rest of the Ghibli films eventually. But this at least gave me like a good starting point And this kind of gave me some homework and the kick in my butt I needed to make myself watch these yeah. movies that I hadn't seen. Uh, so that was good. So, but yeah, we're just doing just in Miyazaki's Ghibli films um, plus one. The first one we're talking about is Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. It's not technically a Studio Ghibli film, it but it basically it's credited as like the start of Studio yeah. Ghibli, pretty much. Like it, it they were forming it as they were making this yeah. movie, and it's a lot of the same people from both. And Nausicaa is also included in a lot of the like. If you buy a box set of Miyazaki or of Ghibli works, then Nausicaa is included. So it's one of those borderline yeah. ones, and it made this just an even ten. Yeah, so we, yeah. There, I, I think all the ones that are considered are on HBO Max. So the ten that are on yeah. HBO Max is what I consider to be Ghibli movies. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're we're gonna format this one similarly to how we did the Star Wars episode and the Harry Potter episode, where our lists are gonna be comprised of the same thing. So we're just gonna talk about them in order, and then we'll reveal our rankings at the end. Uh, 
and we probably should have done this homework before we started <laughs> recording this episode. But do you know if any of these movies won best animated movie ever at the Oscars? No, I have no clue. I, again, I mean, I it's the Oscars, so I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't win. Um, because it's the Oscars, and they tend to make more mistakes, and they uh, yeah. make things right. But I, it, I think I, I think I saw, and I wasn't looking for it. I just happened to see that I think like Spirited Away was nominated but didn't win, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so if Spirited Away didn't win, which is kind of the most popular right. of these, then I guess that none of them, but I can't, I don't know. I'm trying to, I, I can't remember. I think animated didn't come into the Oscars until like late nineties, maybe. Hey, I'm not sure. I spent the last month just trying to watch these movies. And so I didn't really get much of a chance to do a deep dive into the background of studio Ghibli that, and there are probably like thousands of other podcasts that have talked at length about studio Ghibli. And so if you're really, if that's the information that you're wanting, find a better source. We're kind of just here to talk about these (laughs) 10 movies and what we thought about them. You know what you're getting here. Uh, But yeah, I'm sorry. We're, Probably not going to have a whole lot of fun little background <laughs> tidbits for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was watching, cause I know I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure like Beauty and the Beast got nominated for like Best Picture. Like straight up, they got nominated for Best Picture. And I was watching, not, not the new Beauty and the Beast, the old, the old one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but like I was watching some of these and like even the last one on my list, I'm like, how, like, how am I just hearing about Studio Ghibli? And, like, I grew up when all of these would have been perfect for a kid to watch. I'm yep. just hearing about them. I, uh, you mentioned Beauty and the Beast. I saw a TikTok the other day that it was, like, from the baker in that town's perspective as Belle is walking by singing about how he's an idiot. And, like, <laughs> he's just this stupid little baker that just <laughs> bakes his bread. It's like, whoa, that's so mean. Sorry. So that's, uh, I saw, <laughs> no, I'll keep going with this. I saw another Beauty and the Beast TikTok <laughs> where Belle goes home uh and she talks to her dad she's like hey dad am i weird and he's like no and she's like well the whole effing town just sang an entire song about how weird i am while i was walking through the main street (laughs) so yeah that's our uh, beauty and the beast tiktok talk it's our it's our new weekly segment where we talk about beauty and the beast tiktoks i'm sure i'm sure our uh... guests might have a have a few of those a million of them <laughs> let's get into this uh i want to give you give everybody a heads up ty and i both watched the english dub versions yeah i think that were done by disney like in the in the early to mid 2000 uh, i think it was like 2009 maybe somewhere around there that disney came through and dubbed all these those are the english ones available on hbo max that's the ones that we saw um i am however when i'm giving the info in the movies i'm going to I want to list all of the Japanese voice actors from the original cast. We want to credit them. I, we realize most people probably watched it in the original Japanese. And so we want to mention them. So like one, it's going to take just a, a few seconds longer per movie, but that's fine. Not a big deal Two, I'm going to say a lot of Japanese names and I'm probably going to butcher a lot of them. I'm sorry in advance, but our options were either ignore them or just probably pronounce their names incorrectly. And I would rather just say their names a little wrong than just straight up act like <laughs> and not credit them at all. I, they, I felt like they needed to be credited. So those were kind of our two options. And this was the lesser of the two evils. It yeah. Felt like, um, but all right. Are you ready to get started? Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. The very first, uh, 
kind of sort of but yes technically i guess uh, studio ghibli film directed by hayao miyazaki is 1984's nausicaa of the valley of the wind uh, warrior and pacifist princess nausicaa desperately struggles to prevent two warring nations from destroying themselves and their dying planet uh, the original Japanese voice cast, uh, Nausicaa, was voiced by Sumi Shimamoto. Lord Yupa was voiced by Goro Naya. And Aspel was uh, voiced by Yoji Matsuda. Uh, the English dub, Nausicaa, was voiced by Alison Lohman. Lord Yupa was Patrick Stewart. And Aspel was voiced by Shia LaBeouf. Oh, uh, wow. I, for- feel about... I forgot about that, that he was in that. Yeah. How do we feel about Nausicaa? Um, okay. So before I started, so I kind of saved this, I kind of saved based on letterboxed rankings. I saved the better ones for the end. Um, going into Nausicaa, I thought Ahsoka Tano was the perfect character ever created for TV movies ever. Um, and then I saw Nausicaa and she, Princess Nausicaa is by far, like, if you were doing a rankings of characters in the Ghibli universe, Princess Nausicaa is number one. Uh, this character is so well-developed. I love that there was no, like... Because this came out in 1984, so there's no, like, well, she's a woman, she needs a guy to show her exactly what to do. It was more of, like, all these stupid idiot guys are running around. She's the only person that seems to know any anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, anything at all. Um yeah, but it was just so it was so crazy that this was their first movie because the design and everything was so cool. The bugs looked freaking awesome. Um, yeah. All the scenes in the forest looked so cool. I wanted to go there even though it's a toxic forest, but it still looked <laughs> yeah. really cool. Um, who voiced Nausicaa? I don't. Allison Lohman. I don't know. I, I haven't. Um, I, I I've seen her in some things. She was, I believe, the. Uh, the younger version, uh, gosh, Big Fish, the love interest in Big Fish, Sandra Bloom, I think okay. she was the younger, like college version, oh, okay. of that, I think. Um, which I know that's a very that's not even close to her like <laughs> biggest, <laughs> yeah. biggest casting or whatever. That's just the one that I recognized her from. Yeah, well, she's awesome. Uh, Patrick Stewart was so good. It's kind of crazy that they got Patrick Stewart to mm. do this, but I guess he wasn't technically Patrick Stewart yet. I don't Well, this is the, this is the 2009-ish. Oh, like, yeah, that's right. This is the 2000s, the Disney. Right. And it was Disney, so yeah. like Disney can get whoever the heck yeah. they want, pretty much. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I should remember that, because when I was looking at the uh, English voice cast when I first saw this, I was like, Shia LaBeouf, was he like, wasn't he like two years old in 1984? <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was great. Obviously, we kind of a peek into the inside of Miyazaki's head. He loves flying for some reason, which Mm -hmm. is, I mean, he loves it. And the planes looked really awesome. And that, that freaking glider, man, I want that glider so bad. Yeah. The glider is so cool. I love, it's one of those things that like looking back, it's like, Oh, duh. But it took me like four or five movies to realize like, Oh, this dude loves flying. Yeah, dude. Like, he loves aviation, and because I, I, I literally going into this, I knew nothing about Miyazaki or Ghibli films other than like, oh, he's like the king of animation, and like I, so I knew the like how big of a deal that he was, but specifically didn't know anything about these movies or him at all, and so it's like, 
it's not the central focus in all of his movies. It isn't some obviously, but like Nausicaa, the flying's not the central focus of the movie, but it's a big, Uh, but it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. Uh, but you see, yeah, so you get two or three movies in and you're like, oh shoot. He's like, he really like flying is a very big deal (laughs) to this dude. Yeah. There's, Uh, and I think it's cool. There's like five out of 10 movies flying is a, a big part of like the, the plot. Yeah. And even in the other, like, even in four or five, like almost all the rest of them, it happens. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> the characters fly in one way yeah. or another. Like in Howl's, it's not like featured. It's not a huge, important plot, but like he flies. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, another thing I really love about Miyazaki movies is, and just about all of them, the strongest and smartest character is a female. Yeah. Uh, which is great because that's not something that really is even still happening in Western animation, but certainly didn't happen in the eighties and nineties very often. And so that's, that's really great to see that. Um, But yeah, this movie's so pretty. Nausicaa is such a fantastic character. Like she's kind of perfect. Like she's strong and smart and selfless and yeah, everything about her is really great. The design for 1984, everything was fantastic. Yeah. It's, this movie is so good. I actually started with this one. I watched these in order, uh, like okay. in chronological order. Yeah. So this was this was my introduction to Miyazaki and to Ghibli movies, uh, and it's a really really solid introduction. Yeah, and that I mean the whole like the scene where you know spoilers obviously, um, we're gonna get, probably get into spoilers for every movie, but the scene where she just like puts herself in front of. Like she knows that like her tribe is like way more important than herself, and she puts herself in front mm-hmm. of thousands of these giant bugs. The ohms. which like I would never be try to befriend bugs. Like when they were doing the flashback, and she's like, and their dad's like, "Kill it, it's a bug." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, kill it, it's a freaking bug." <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, when she stands in front of it, and then they all lift her up with their weird little tentacly hands or whatever. That was. Yeah. That'll that'll bring a tear to your eye right there. Yeah, that scene I, I saw that and I was like, oh, this is like this isn't just like a little cartoon, like a, a little Sunday morning cartoon for kids. Like this is a really great movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. A couple years later, in 1986, we get Castle in the Sky. A young boy and a girl with a magical crystal must race against pirates and foreign agents in a search for a legendary floating castle. The original Japanese cast, uh, Shita is voiced by Keiko Yokozawa. Patsu is voiced by Mayumi Tanaka. Captain Dola is Kotoe Hatsui. And Colonel Muska is voiced by Minari Tarada. Uh, in the English dub, Shita is voiced poorly, by the way, by Anna <laughs> Paquin. Uh, Patsu is voiced by James Vanderbeek. Oh, nice. Captain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of really random pulls like that from these uh, movies. Uh, Captain Dola is voiced by Cloris Leachman, and Colonel Muska is voiced by Mark Hamill. Oh, okay. Yeah, really interesting. Really interesting voice cast, except for Anna Paquin. She's all like, this is the only one that I watched in both uh, English and Japanese because I watched it originally in English, like I did for all of them. And I was like, hey, uh, she ruined that for me. Anna Paquin ruined this movie for me. And I was like, so that's not fair. I need to give it another shot. So then I rewatched it in the original Japanese, uh, and it was a lot better. Yeah. Uh, She's bad at her job. Yeah, this is the most forgettable movie out of the ten. 
the space pirates awesome i mean i mean not space pirates but sky pirates or whatever you want to call them yeah. i mean obviously that's going to be cool pirates and anything is is great um but other than like everything looked really awesome the design was really cool um the castle in the sky was really cool with the robot and all that like that was really awesome i can't tell you i watched this like two or three months ago, I have no idea what happened. Like, I couldn't tell you the ending of it. It is so unforgettable. I just remember loving looking at it, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, visually, this movie is one of my favorites, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I'd put it in the top five out of these ten that I watched. I love this movie visually. Uh, you're right. Narratively, it's not... It didn't grab me like the others did. Um, I'll start, like... All of these movies, even the one that I have in last place, I gave four stars on Letterboxd. Yeah. So they're all minimum four-star movies for me. Yeah, same. Me for, too. for various reasons. Yeah, this is certainly on the lower end of that because you're right. It's narratively, it's pretty forgettable. Like, I think it's like two hours and they spend an hour, 45 minutes trying to find the castle and then the castle blows up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's obviously that's reductive. Uh, sorry to Mason Merritt, who... <laughs> Uh, on the Mad About Movies Discord, who, as soon as I said that I was going to start watching Ghibli movies, said that this is the best one and that I would, I'm going to love this and this better be my favorite. Really sorry, bud. It's not even yeah. <laughs> close. I'm pretty sure we're going to um, have this ranked in the uh, same area as each other. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's like technically it's so good. There's so many things about it that are just incredible. It's, just, but it's so forgettable you, because of the plot. When you compare it. Yeah. When you compare it to all of the other ones, it is just like, I, I don't, I literally watched it three weeks ago and I don't remember a whole lot about it either. So yeah. Yeah. You are right about that. All right. Uh, moving on a couple years later in 1988, we get my neighbor Totoro. Um, when two girls move to the country to be near their ailing mother, they have adventures with the wondrous forest spirits who live nearby. Um, the original Japanese cast, Satsuki Kusakabe, is voiced by Noriko Hidaka. That's a little girl. Um, Mei Kusakabe, her older sister, is voiced by Chika Sakamoto. And Tatsuo, the dad, Tatsuo Kusakabe, is voiced by Shigesato Itui. Uh, the dub cast, Satsuki, is voiced by Dakota Fanning. May is voiced by Elle Fanning, so that was cool. Nice. Two sisters got to be two sisters in this yeah. movie. And then the dad, Tatsu, is voiced by Tim Daly. How do we feel about, other than the the theme song, which is a virus, I freaking love that song, but yeah, you can't get it out of your <laughs> head. Great. And I apologize <laughs> to everyone because that's the uh, intro song to this episode, but it's going to be in your head forever. Uh, but yeah, this this movie is the equivalent of Less is More. Like mm-hmm. there is, and it's so, it's almost like therapeutic, this, this movie. Cause like, there's no danger. There's no like evil plot. There's not like an, a, a, a gr- great mission to be accomplished. It's kind of just like Miyazaki was like, I just want to make a really cute movie. And yeah. it's and it, the way it came out. It's just like, God, I feel so good after watching this. Cause it's just, it's so great. Um, it's short. So, you know, I think that if this was 20 minutes longer, I think it'd be like, okay, I get it. Like, you're being cute. Like, mm-hmm. let's move on. Um, but the the animal designs, like Totoro is freaking awesome. That cat bus is so hilarious. Um, mm. But yeah, there's no, like, you're never like, 
oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Are they going to get kidnapped? Or is like, there's got to be some kind of evil plot going on. There's got to be like some mission, some quest that needs to be accomplished. But it's really just like, no, just hanging out with my buddy Totoro. And, you know, we're going to go to the hospital. And the minute they said their mom was in the hospital, like, she's going to die. And I was like, no, everything's good. I was just like, ah, this movie is just like so nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's, it's so cute everything about this movie is cute and pleasant and like this is uh yeah i mean i was i was looking at the whole list out of all this is the most kid movie yeah like this is the movie that i would most say is for like literally any age down to like three-year-olds are gonna enjoy this you know what i mean right yeah um it's it's interesting. Like it's uh, you. You said it's not one of those. You're not gonna experience a lot of drama or danger. There's not a whole lot of ups and downs. But it's still a pretty interesting story. Like the setting is interesting and what the girls are experiencing is interesting. Obviously, it looks great because it's Miyazaki and it's Ghibli animation. Yeah, uh, and so it looks fantastic. The designs of everything are so fun. But yeah, this is just straight up cute. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> this movie is. There's not. There's not a whole like it's just like a nice little breath of fresh air. It's a tight ninety. Yeah. Like it is the perfect kids movie. Yeah, absolutely. And it's got the best song out of all the Miyazaki movies. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, it's that song is like a pleasant virus. It's just like it will not. It was stuck in my head for a week. Yeah, it won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fine with it. It's nice. All right. Uh, just the next year. So like. This dude was busy. Well, I, I'm sure it didn't take long to make Totoro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just okay, let's make a let's make a super cute little kids movie. Yeah. I can get this done in like three days. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, 1989, we get Kiki's Delivery Service. Uh, a young witch on her mandatory year of independent life finds fitting into a new community difficult while she supports herself by running an air courier service. The original voice cast, Kiki, is voiced by Minami Takayama. Uh, Gigi, the cat, is voiced by Rei Sakuma. Osuno is Keiko Toda. And Tambo is voiced by Kape Yamaguchi. Uh, the dub, Kiki, is voiced by your girl, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, yeah. uh, Gigi is voiced by Phil Hartman, which is just fantastic, by the way. Um, Osano is voiced by Tress McNeil, who I'm not familiar with, but I looked at her credits. She's just done a lot of voice acting stuff. And then Tombo was Matthew Lawrence from uh, Boy Meets World. Nice. So how do we feel about Kiki's? Yeah, this is another movie that's kind of just, it's just pleasant as hell. Like there's, there's nothing really that you're going to get worried about. Um, I did think it kind of dragged on a little bit with kind of like, okay, like, like I get it. She's a delivery service. Like, the whole, like, the cat had to be, pretend to be a toy bit. She had to clean up that person's house. Kind of took a little bit too long. Um, the town looked awesome. I want to go mm. take a vacation in that town. It looks so yeah, cool. Yeah, it was like an Italian seaside town. or Yeah, yeah. it was great. Um, and then this is a completely personal thing. I hate Sabrina. I hated Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And I was just <laughs> getting, I was getting those vibes heavy in this. So I was kind of, like, mentally already, like, subconsciously checked out of this movie i just don't like sabrina the teenage witch and i was just like oh she's a witch she has a talking black cat it's the same thing <laughs> okay well i can tell you right now i have i definitely will have this ranked higher than you yeah you for will sure i 
I really liked this one a lot. It's another one that's super pleasant. There's more drama to it. There's more danger to it than there was in Totoro. It's not nearly... Like, all of these are kids' movies, obviously. Yeah. This is not nearly as much of a kids' movie as, as Totoro. It's aged up a little bit. Um, I thought, yeah, it the town was beautiful. It's a town that I would love to live in. It's just scenic ocean views. Yeah. Um, another one with a huge central focus on aviation... Uh, which I was really into. I thought the Tombo character was cool. Uh, and the bike plane thing that they built yeah, that was, was so cool. freaking cool. More aviation, um, man. Yeah. I loved Kiki. I, I loved the the relationship with her and Gigi the cat. Um, I loved the uh, her magic kind of wavered based on her confidence in herself. I thought that made for an interesting story. And it straight up disappeared. She couldn't talk to her cat for a little bit because she was just like lost all faith in herself. I thought all that was really interesting. But yeah, it's another just like this movie is nice. And it's the perfect like Sunday morning, going to drink a big cup of coffee and I want to watch a pleasant movie. It's perfect for for that. Um, this one didn't drag on for me. Uh, there are like Castle in the Sky, I think it was over two hours if it had been like 90 or 100 i would have liked it a lot more this one the runtime felt fine for me didn't bother me so i i liked kiki's a lot yeah i mean yeah it's it's just sabrina vibes i got sabrina vibes i don't like it. and i hate to do that to my <laughs> girl see, kirsten dunce but like yeah sorry <laughs> see i'm not bothered by sabrina like i don't sabrina the teenage witch is fine i guess doesn't bother me at all i was more of a buffy like, like, buffy guy Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Are those comparable, like at all? Yeah, I, I think like, are any, those the same thing. Any, no, they're not the same thing. No, I know they're not the same thing, but like, I I don't know why liking Buffy means you didn't like Sabrina the T. Like, well, was just Sabrina like a, like a Nickelodeon show? No, it was like a, was it, not? it was like a uh, what was a CW before a CW? Like with Smallville, WB. Yeah, it was a WB show. Oh, I thought Sabrina the Teenage Witch was a was a like Nickelodeon. It might be because I'm pretty sure it was like created in like the 50s. But like, are you thinking of Charmed? No, with the three witch sisters. No, that was a I'm not talking show, about that I think. one. I know what I'm talking like, about. Don't look at me like I'm <laughs> stupid. It's a witch. It's a show about witches on the WB. It's exactly what you described. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sabrina was like Nickelodeon, like Nick at Night. I think you're show. wrong, but maybe it, I, I got be. it. Kind of reminded me of Buffy, but Buffy was just better. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know the. I don't get the comparison there. I don't think. Like, I don't. I don't see how like one negates the other. But listen, that's fine. That's a discussion for another day. Uh, moving on, a couple years later, in 1992, we get Porco Rosso. Oh yeah. In in 1930. Okay. I love Porco. In 19- <laughs> 1930s Italy, a veteran veteran World War One pilot is cursed to look like an anthropomorphic pig. The original Japanese cast Porco is voiced by Shuichiro Moriyama. Donald Curtis is voiced by Akio Otsuka. Fio is voiced by Akami Okamura. And Madam Gina is voiced by Tokiko Kato. Uh, in the English dub, Porco is voiced by Michael Keaton, who is incredible. Yeah. Uh, Donald Curtis was voiced by Carrie Elwes. Fio is voiced by Kimberly Williams Paisley. And Madam Gina was voiced by Susan Egan, who is also the voice of Meg in the Hercules cartoon that we both love. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously you love Porco, so take it away. Yeah. Well, I love everything. Um, but the bottom two of my 10, like I love, um, 
because I mean they're great animated movies. Uh, Porco Rosso is just so awesome. Um, the it's probably the most quotable Ghibli film out of the ten. Um, I have three quotes pulled up that I thought were amazing. Um, I'd rather be a pig than a fascist. I mean, just great thing to say in like 1920s Italy. Gotta love that. Yeah. Um, what is that Shakespeare? No, it's Porco. I mean, come on, that's so great. God. That's so great. You. <laughs> um, and then I, I know exactly why you like that one. It's the same reason <laughs> that I hate it. Uh, and then all middle-aged men are pigs, coming from a pig, yeah. which is hilarious. And I love that Miyazaki made this main character a pig, and he's kind of like. Yeah, he's a little bit rough around the edges. He's a freaking bounty hunter, but like, he's like the moral compass of this movie. Um, and it's kind of crazy that you know he made this guy a pig because he got cursed by something a while back. They never fully explained it. Um, but yeah, everybody kind of loves him, and he just shuns everybody away. Um, but I mean, the movie opens up with him saving, uh, like. 20 babies from an airplane that was that was like kidnapping i'm like how how much better do you need a character introduction than that i love those like this movie starting with 20 super confident like four-year-old girls it was so it was so like not even a little single shed of like or shred of fear yeah. in their eyes they're just all up in the business like that was so funny. Yeah. I love the opening to that movie. Those little girls are my favorite part of that movie, I think. Um, yeah, this one was good. This one felt the least like a kid's movie of just about all. Oh, of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, maybe not all of them, but like it's it's in the top three of like being catered more towards adults. Right, I think. yeah. Um, visually, it was great. I love the little cove that he oh, lived that in. That was so cool. That was so idyllic yeah. and just so pretty. Um, the visuals of all the, all the planes flying around, it looked so stinking good. Yeah. The planes looked awesome. Yeah. Um, Parco is a very cool character. Michael Keaton was incredible. Like he didn't overact for a single second of this. He was just like, it's like they brought him in. It was like, Hey, you need to be like cool, calm and collected. And he said, okay, yeah, easy. I can do that. Yeah. Um, he was so great. Uh, yeah, this one, this one's good. I don't, I didn't like it nearly as much as you did. I don't think there were a lot of like, that was pretty weird moments for me. <laughs> um, but it's great. Obviously, it's it's great. Uh, I just have a feeling I'm gonna have it a little bit lower than you. I mean, I don't know. I don't have this very high on my on my list. Yeah. Um, it's just like it's one of the. It's good. It's just there's not a whole lot to it that's special. Like there isn't a lot of the other ones that separate them. This is just like this is a good movie, but there's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have like, I, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to say anything other than like, it doesn't have the it factor that a lot of the other ones do. Like that one special thing that separates them from just good movies. Yeah. I guess a flying, uh, bounty hunting pig, um, isn't much, isn't a good enough X factor for you. It's not, it's <laughs> honestly not. It's like, yeah, cool. That's, that's pretty neat. But like, it doesn't, nothing about that is like, there are a lot of things that happen in Spirited Away that are like, oh, that was special. Or like Princess Mononoke, that's like, that's another level. <laughs> Porco is like, cool, pretty cool flying pig. Okay, what well, I got. let's get on to the next one since you just mentioned it. All right, uh, yeah, uh, this one, uh, five years later, which makes sense because uh, this one seemed like it took a very long time to yeah. make. In 1997, we get Princess Mononoke, 
which the IMDb uh, little like uh, synopsis or whatever for this is wild. So buckle up. On a journey to find the cure for a Tatari Gami's curse, Ashitaka finds himself in the middle of a war between the forest gods and Tatara, a mining colony. In his quest, he also meets San, the Mononoke Hime. Like, I only know what like a couple of those words mean. That was a, that was a lot. Uh, the original Japanese voice cast, Ashitaka, is voiced by Yoji Matsuda. San was voiced by Yuriko Ishida. Uh, Lady Iboshi was voiced by Yuko Tanaka. And Jigo was voiced by Kaoru Kobayashi. Uh, the dub cast, Ashitaka, is voiced by Billy Crudup, my boy. Uh, San was voiced by Tara Strong. Lady Iboshi was Mini Driver. And Jigo was uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. How do we feel about... (laughs) What a weird cat. Billy Crudup and Billy Bob Thornton are in this animated fantasy epic by Maya Iyazaki. That... Or Hayao Iyazaki. Yeah, this is very much like the first, like... Are the only animated epic I think I've ever like. This it's is a true epic. Yeah. It's crazy. This is so I watched Totoro, Spirited Away, and um, Ponyo before I watched this one, um, and I was immediately surprised in the first fight scene where the dude just chops a guy's arm off, and I was like, <laughs> okay, this is different. This is a different Miyazaki <laughs> movie. Um, it was so crazy. I love that the good and evil is not like, it's not, you don't know really who's good or evil except for, uh, Prince Ashitaka. Um, like, you know, he's good, but like everyone else is like, like, yeah, I mean like in some people's eyes are the bad guys, but in, you know, other, like the lady who's, um, the leader, like the military leader lady who's running the town. It's like, yeah, she wants to chop down the woods, but she's also like saving all of these women from you know being you know persecuted she's saving all these like lepers and stuff like that so they can like have value to their lives um but yeah this was so good the music was this is the best score out of all the ghibli films Mm -hmm. the score was so good um there's so many different messages in here just like you got your environmental message um you got like war fate um hate like my favorite line from it, Prince Ashitaga said it, um, to see with eyes unclouded by hate. I mean, like, that's just a small thing that he said, but it's so powerful. Um, and you kind of have this, like, the force is, like, willingness to fight back, but at the same time, like, you know, they're, they're such a higher power that they're like, you know, we can't really do anything. We gotta, you know, you gotta leave it up to the, the people to decide what's best and, God, I mean, and Miyazaki did the same thing. He's like, you know, this ending, you can decide who who you would root for. It's kind of, you know, up to you. Would you go like Prince Ashitaka's route, or would you follow the 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 leader of the town, or would you, you know, want to be Billy Bob Thornton, who's just <laughs> just <laughs> making sly moves behind everybody's back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then yeah. the design for the animals, freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. The wolves and and the and the hogs and and the little, I don't. What do they call them? The uh, little. Yeah, I know what, exactly what, the little white yeah. ghost things in the forest. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I cannot remember what they're called. Yeah, Those I guys. literally looked at it an hour ago while I was making these lists, and 
forgot. And what the, the stag, dude, the stag. I want to ride a stag yeah. so bad now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this movie rules. Like this, this is a true fantasy epic that is also a really lovely animated film. Um, it's very different from the other movies on this list. Like it feels weird ranking them with the other ones because it feels like a totally separate genre yeah. of movie. It's just like, it makes sense that this one came out five years after the movie before it, when the other ones were like one to two, yeah. um, like cl clearly they put in an incredible amount of work on this movie. It's beautiful and it just is so like big everything about it is on just such a grand epic scale um the cast is fantastic i love billy crudup i thought he did so good uh so good as the voice of ashitaka in this um you you hit on most of the points the themes in it are so on such a bigger grander scale yeah. than than what we had seen previously um there's a lot of weird in this movie, but like a great, a kind of weird that I'm very into. Um, but there are going to be some people who are just like unfamiliar with animated stuff or is not into this that are going to hate this and they're wrong and dumb. Yeah. Uh, I think because uh, <laughs> I, I love this one. This, this movie is so great. We could probably talk about this for four hours uh, and not run out of things to say about how good it is, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep it, keep it down and short uh because this has already taken a long time uh, but yeah this movie is so impressive yeah. everything about it is so impressive yeah absolutely all right four years later in 2001 we get spirited away which is it's the most popular ghibli film for sure yeah right? it's got the highest rating this, on letterbox i'm pretty sure 4.5 average jeez that's crazy this is the one that feels like it like launched ghibli into the mainstream of like american animation like this is kind of what I saw is like, this is the, this was like the big one for, yeah. <laughs> uh, for studio Ghibli busting into the American market. Yeah. This is definitely um, like, I would feel like if you took a census this is the majority number one for most people. Yeah. Uh, all right. Spirited away during her family's move to the suburbs, a sullen, I, I wrote one year old. She's clearly not one year. Yeah, I don't old. think she's one year. Maybe remember. 11. She is. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right. A uh, girl wanders into a world ruled by gods, witches, and spirits, and where humans are changed into beasts. The original uh, Japanese voice cast, Chihiro slash Sen, is voiced by uh, Rumi Hiragi. Haku is voiced by Miyu Irino. Uh, Yubaba slash Zeniba was voiced by Mari Natsuki. And Lin was voiced by Yumi Tamei. Uh, in the English dub version, version Chihiro slash Zen was voiced by Devay Chase. Haku was Jason Marsden. Yubaba slash Zaniba was Suzanne Plachette. And Lynn was Susan Egan. They, they brought her back for uh, for this one. So how do you feel about Spirited Away? Yeah, okay. So a lot of people are going to hate me. I didn't completely love this the same way everybody does. Um, spoiler for my list is not going to be in my top five. Uh, people are I'm probably gonna lose this episode because of that because I just feel like everybody loves this movie so much the animation was awesome the world was so cool the design of all these different like spirits were really awesome the I mean the dude with like the 10 arms the turnip guy who would squeak every time he walked uh uh 
it's just this, it seemed so long and winded that by the time I got to like towards the end, I was just like, I just kind of want the story to end. I haven't really connected with these characters. Um, and I don't really care what happens to them. Like I was like, if she ends up living in the spirit world forever, then I don't really care. I just didn't really, it just got to a point where I was just like, okay, let's, let's finish this up. Let's wrap this up. If this was, this was 125 minutes, I think. Yeah. If this was like, if this was just like an easy 110 minutes or hundred minutes, I I'd probably have it higher, but it's just, it was so long winded that I got to the point where I was just like, okay, let's just, like it was really cool yeah. to look at, but like I don't really care about the story anymore because it took so long to get to this point. Mm-hmm. I think I like this more than you did. I also didn't have it like it's not in my top three, so like I didn't have it. This may not be as much of a deciding factor as you think. I connected with it more than you did, um, but I I it's one that I can understand not connecting with it. Yeah, like if you don't buy in to to this character into this story, I I can very much understand that. Um, I liked it a lot though. I just, it's so, this is just pure like imagination is this. It's just like, let's reach into the depths of my imagination and see what I can create. And that's what Miyazaki did for this one. Like, um, I love the design of everything. Like the idea is so cool. Like going over into this spirit world that is connected with ours is such a fascinating idea the design of uh, the spa, like the idea of the spa to begin yeah. with, like a spirit spa is so interesting. The design of everything, of all of the like creatures and spirits and like people even that inhabited this was so interesting. Um, the animation of like the water, like in the tub and stuff. Oh, yeah. And also of like the sea that played a pretty prominent role in this was so good. Um, I could understand like this one animation wise felt like a big step up from Mononoke. Yeah. Uh, Like they clearly had some sort of breakthrough or like technological change or something, uh, but it still felt true to the spirit of the movies that we had watched up to this point from Ghibli. Um, It was just like a little bit of a tweak that made a bit of an improvement. Uh, I understand like the, the no face uh, spirit or whatever. And, uh, Chihiro and all of these other things that are such iconic imagery when you think about G- like you look up Ghibli and a lot of the things you're going to see are stuff that came from Spirited Away yeah. I very much understand that um, it didn't drag on too much to me but that's another criticism that I get and am not going to refute I could see how it could be a little long but I did buy in a little more than you yeah. um, narratively it wasn't near my favorite but like visually and imagination wise it this movie is incredible yeah yeah all right moving on to 2004 we get howl's moving castle when an unconfident young woman is cursed with an old body by a spiteful witch, her only chance of breaking the spell lies with a self-indulgent yet insecure young wizard and his companions in his legged walking castle the original Japanese cast, Sophie is voiced by Chico Baisho. Baisho? I'm not sure. Uh, Hal is voiced by Takia Kimura. Calcifer is voiced by Tatsuya Gashuin. And Markle is voiced by Ryanosuke Kamaki. Um, the English dub cast, Sophie was voiced by Emily Mortimer and Gene Simmons from Kiss. No, I'm just kidding. That's an <laughs> old lady. Um, Howell's voiced by Christian Bale. Calcifer was Billy Crystal. 
<laughs> Calcifer was Billy Crystal. Uh, gosh, so many names. Uh, Markle is voiced by Josh Hutcherson. Yeah. From Hunger Games. Yeah, this is the best. I think not like best in terms of like star power, but the best casted voice cast out of all the yeah. Ghibli films or what they brought to the English version. Um, yeah, I mean, gosh, the epitome of a sad boy. I think Hal might have invented the sad boy. Uh, I mean, he is the epitome of it. I, I mean, he literally called the spirits of darkness because he dyed his hair the wrong color. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, I went bald at 21, so maybe you could just chill the F out real quick. Uh, but, yeah, this was so great. Um, like I said, the voice casting was awesome. I mean, who would have thought that Billy Crystal would be the best voice He's cast so person in any Ghibli film. I don't think if someone would have told me that before I watched all these, I'd be like, yeah, you're high, man. Um, but yeah, he was so good. I mean, a young Josh Hutcherson, great. So so yeah. good in this. Christian Bale, such a good sad boy voice. He really does. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even think about it. Um, but yeah, this was, I mean, it was so great. The imagination of, of the castle was awesome i loved when they were going in and out of the doors that lead to different places um i like this this world where like they're at war and um they try to hire these wizards to fight um and usually these wizards like if they fight they turn into these animals because they're just so succumb with like hate and all that that they kind of curse themselves um and i also love that this wasn't like like you could kind of tell there was there might be some kind of romance going on between the two main characters, but the only kiss in the movie was with her and a scarecrow and he turned out to be a prince and, you know, moved on to wherever it was, I, I thought it was so great that this was just not focused on. It was so story oriented that I don't even think there was like a main character. I think the story was the main character. Um, and I loved it. I love the story so much. Yeah, this one for me, like, Spirited Away is the iconic Ghibli film. Like, when you think of Ghibli, you think of, like, the No Face, uh, No Face Spirit. Yeah. For me, like, I feel like this one is the most iconic one for me. Like, when I think of Ghibli, I'm going to think of the castle moving, and I'm going to think of Calcifer. And for some reason, the Markle, Josh Hutcherson's character, waving his hand in front of his face and becoming an old man yeah. with a beard. For some reason, that animation sticks with me. I like how people um, were just I'd... like, oh, he's got a beard, but he's still three feet tall. I guess he's an <laughs> <Yeah>. old man. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I love that so much. Um, narratively, this is one of my favorites. I, I, I love this movie. I very much bought into the story that they were telling. Yeah. Um, I loved the constant subtle shifts in uh, Sophie's age. Yeah. Like, uh, I, th- I think I, this is one of the ones that I, I had to do a little bit of like, like five minute Google explain this a little to me just to confirm. But like her age shifted based on her feelings for Hal. Yeah. So like she clearly was in love with him. Uh, and I, I know you said like the like she only kissed a scarecrow and yeah yeah um but she was very clearly in love with Hal in this movie um and i i loved that the magic of the spell was like corresponded directly with her feelings towards him and her confidence in her feelings towards right. him um that was so interesting cuz a lot of the a lot of the changes were super subtle like she would just lose a few wrinkles or she would stand up a little straighter or her voice would get a little bit higher pitched or like, you know what I mean? Like right. it's just a lot of, 
a lot of subtle shifts there. The voice acting, the way that they molded, melded, I don't know, the two together, like the older version and the younger version, the way that they like jumped back and forth between those two was so well done. Um, obviously this movie is beautiful and super creative and yeah, this is, this is very high for me. I love this one and this is going to be high on my rewatch list for, for these movies for sure. Yeah. And I love that, you know, Calcifer is like, he's technically like not a curse, but like he's cursed to like forever be with Hal. like their, Mm -hmm. their lives are linked. And I love that. Like this idea of like, Hey, you know, maybe the worst part about you, you have to learn to live with that. And like, that's, mm-hmm. I, I love that message. And I love that it kind of, it's the story is not very linear. It's like circular because when she first meets Hal, when he saves her from falling down and he's like, Oh, I've been looking for you everywhere. Um, because she like technically like went back in time or something or, and saw how, and when he was younger, and he remembered that. I thought that was so cool. Um, and you don't really get to that till the end. Obviously, that's a spoiler, but I forgot to say it. So sorry, <laughs> sorry everybody. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, this this is so great. I uh, I don't think yeah, there's I, one part about this that I didn't like. Yeah, I love this. Maybe one. the mom. The mom right. was just seemed so like, oh, you're an old woman. Okay, cool. See you later. I was like, that's like that's all you got, lady. <laughs> for your daughter well i think she was she was told before because like they, they had her she was like spying and she like had to be a spy oh that's or, right like, that's plant. right that's right she had to plant that thing in there oh, yeah she still sucks um, anyway so, yeah. <laughs> yeah she sucks yeah the mom sucks for sure all right uh let's move on 2008 ponyo which i know is i know you love ponyo ponyo um a five-year-old boy develops a relationship with Ponyo, a young goldfish princess who longs to become human after falling in love with him. Uh, the original Japanese voice cast, Ponyo, is voiced by Yuria Nara. Sosuke is Hiroki Doi. Uh, Lisa is voiced by Tomoko Yamaguchi. And Koichi is uh, Kazushige Nagashima. And Fujimoto is voiced by George Takoro. It's a lot of names there. Yep. I'm doing my best. Sorry again, <laughs> listeners. I'm doing my best. Um, the English version, uh, Ponyo is voiced by Noah Cyrus. Sosuke is voiced by Frankie Jonas, who's the fourth Jonas brother. Well, yeah, and Noah Cyrus is Miley Cyrus' little sister. Yeah, lots of just like sort of forgotten younger siblings. It's like, hey, uh, your kid's really famous. Place. Let's throw you a bone here and cast you in this voice cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Lisa is voiced by Tina Fey, yeah. who's fantastic yeah. in this. Uh, Koichi was voiced by Matt Damon. Yeah. And Fujimoto was Liam Neeson. Yeah. So please just spill your guts. I know you love Ponyo yeah. a whole lot, so let's hear So it. this is like, when I think of Ghibli movies, this is the one I think of. Because this is the poster. I always saw this poster. Um, I saw it everywhere, and I just never got around to seeing the movie. Um, until HBO Max put them all on their uh, streaming service. Um, but yeah, this is, I mean, inside and out, story, script, animation, directing. This is the most beautiful film I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Out of every movie I've seen, this is the most beautiful movie I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, like, I, I've talked about how Moana, the water in that, looked awesome, and it did because it looked so realistic. But the way that Miyazaki kind of created the ocean in his own way and like all those different fish and, and all that was so cool. 
um, the relationship between Ponyo and um, uh, oh gosh, uh, Sosuke. Sosuke. Um, that relationship was so great. I mean, I love that. You know, he had to be tested for how much he loves Ponyo, and um, it was so awesome. Uh, Ponyo's the cutest, like other than yeah. to uh, Totoro, the cutest Ghibli character ever. Um, anytime she said something, it was just like, oh, oh, like when she's just <laughs> when she's just yelling ham. Oh, oh man, it was so good. Um, the the grandparents or not the grandparents, the old ladies were awesome, and I loved how the mean old lady was kind of like the final test. Um, Liam Neeson was so good. Uh, the way that Miyazaki started him out, and you were like, God, dude, this guy sucks. But like, he like really cares about Ponyo, and he he's in lo- like so in love with with Ponyo's mom, who's like the spirit of the ocean. Um, I love that because you can kind of tell by the end where you're like, yeah, I kind of get it. He's you know that's his daughter. He wants her back so bad. Um, and Tina Fey's character is just the most ba mom ever. Like, okay, well, this whole island's flooding. I'm just going to drive back through this water and go save these old people. <laughs> like, and just leave my five-year-old kid at home by himself, this weird girl that just showed up. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, this movie is so great. Um, there's literally not one thing wrong with it at all. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned the old ladies. They got Betty White and Cloris Leachman yeah. to voice the old ladies. Isn't that so crazy? Yeah. Um, yeah, this movie is great. I think I, I didn't love it nearly as much as you did, although I did love this one a lot. Um, and I don't have really any criticisms. It just like it's a great movie in the, when you and you have to compare it to lots of other really great movies. Right. So I feel like this is going to be the biggest difference in our rankings. I have a feel like, um, but I I love this one too. Like it's yeah. it's so so beautiful and it's pleasant and. Uh, like the relationship between the two kids is so charming and sweet, and you're right. Like Ponyo is adorable, yeah. And like Sosuke is such a great character. Sosuke, the mom is insane. Like yeah. just so like unsafe. Everything, she, every choice she makes is like that's not safe at all. You're a terrible driver. And what do we, what do you mean you're not going to listen to the coast guard when they say that you shouldn't go home like what are you talking about and i love that um, when matt damon's coming by and he says he has to go on another trip like the only time yeah. she gets to talk to him, she's just like screw off <laughs> yeah yeah that was so good <laughs> tina fey was fantastic in this yeah i love the characters in this one i love all the designs in this one it's adorable it, it's funny this is you said that this is the one that like uh you saw the poster everywhere and this and that. this is the one that i knew the least about going in somehow yeah. like i guess i just missed all of the put i knew literally nothing about this i didn't either i just in. remember this poster of like that you know ponyo yeah. just poking her head out of the water i don't even remember the poster for some reason like i didn't like literally nothing imagery wise or like story wise like no clue went into this totally blind and yeah i loved it like it was it was really great. It was really pleasant. Another one that is geared more towards kid. It's more on the kid yeah. side than it is on the adult side when you compare to all the other ones. Uh, but that's not an issue at all. Like it's this movie is really beautiful. I, I like this one a lot. But yeah, it's gonna fall on the lower end of my <laughs> rankings when you compare Dang, it to all of the other. You compare it to all the other fantastic movies that we've talked. About. Like again, even my tenth place movie is a four star movie. Uh, so yeah, it's just. 
kind of where you have to do when you're talking about the Ghibli's films. Yeah. All right. Ready to talk about the last one? Let's go for it, man. Another epic. In 2013, we get The Wind Rises. Uh, it's a look at the life of Jiro Horikoshi, the man who designed the Japanese fighter planes during World War II. The original Japanese cast, Jiro Horikoshi, is voiced by Hideaki Anno. Uh, Naoko Satomi uh, is voiced by Miyori Takimoto. Kiro Honjo is voiced by Hidetoshi Nishijima. And Kurokawa is voiced by Masahiko Nishimura. Uh, and Castorp is voiced by Stephen Alpert or Alpert or whatever uh the english dubbed version jiro is voiced by joseph gordon levitt uh naoko is voiced by emily blunt kiro honjo is voiced by john krasinski kurokawa is voiced by martin short and castorp is voiced by werner herzog Werner yeah, feel about the wind rises yeah so this is um so everybody has their own favorite miyazaki movie just like everybody has their own favorite pixar movie um, now, although this is not my favorite, this is Miyazaki's greatest accomplishment as a director. This is, and un- it's unfortunate that he's making another movie coming out of retirement. It's unfortunate that this won't be his last one. Obviously, I'm super pumped for whatever movie this next one's going to be. But, th- I mean, this would have been such a, I mean, this is ending your career with a Super Bowl win or with the NBA channel. Like, that's, he should have ended with this. Um, but it's so great. And this gets a lot of flack for, yeah, it's a story about, uh, Japanese plane makers making planes to fight the wrong side of war too. And yeah, but he like, he taught, I mean, Miyazaki talks about that. He talks about, you know, there's a line in the movie that says airplanes are beautiful cursed dreams that are swallowed by the sky. And it's this whole idea of, yes, he loves airplanes, and this is the only way he can make airplanes. He doesn't want his airplanes to destroy th- things. I mean, you can see that when he goes into, like when he's in his dream and he's talking to that Italian uh, at the end of the movie, when he's in his dream, he's talking to the Italian plane maker and they're kind of looking over this field of destruction. He's just like, this is like, this is not what I wanted. I just wanted to, you know, fly. Um and I think that's a great parallel with him and his wife who's sick. Like, I think most people would be like, why would you ever start a relationship with somebody that you know is going to die? Someone that you know is going to hurt you. Well, it's, you know, it's the same way with his planes. He, that's what he loves. So he's not going to give up on that just, you know, just because. He obviously doesn't want to make these planes to kill people. He wants to, like, like his great greatest elation is when his plane is in the sky, not you know, when it's dropping Mm -hmm. bombs and they, they talk about like, they're like, Oh, well, um, yeah, but we got to put, you know, weapons on it. He's like, yeah, but do we, do we really have to, you know, stuff like that. So, but yeah, I think this is his greatest movie. Easy. This is another one that I read a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff about like Miyazaki's a pacifist. So he clearly wasn't making this movie to celebrate a terrible war. Yeah. Like that's not what he was doing. He, he, dude loves planes. Yeah, he loves them so much. He wanted to tell a beautiful story about a genuinely beautiful aircraft. Yeah. Like the aircraft that Horikoshi designed is is an incredible achievement, and yeah. he wanted to tell that story. He didn't want to tell a war story. Um, this, gosh, this movie is incredible. It's like a, it's a biopic, but is also a beautiful animated story right. with obviously a fantastical elements to it. But like it's 
based on a real dude. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a dude. You could Google Horikoshi and learn a lot about him. He's an actual dude. And this was obviously a uh, fantastical eyes. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Version yeah. of like, his actual life to, to make it a make it an interesting movie. But uh, yeah, this movie is incredible. I deeply, dearly love this movie. I made a big mistake by watching this on a Sunday morning oh, because yeah. I was emotionally compromised the rest <laughs> of the day. Like this movie will get you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like you're you're gonna you're gonna be in your feels for a little bit yeah. after watching this one. Hundred um, percent. But it's. It's beautiful. It tells such an incredible story. I loved the dream sequences. Oh, yeah. Just the idea that he could connect with, like, not technically his mentor, because I don't know that they ever actually met in real life, but, like, he was able to meet with his idol and the man that had inspired him to become one of the greatest plane designers of all time. He met with him in this dreamscape and was able to like walk along these planes and talk about them and talk about life. And like, that's such a beautiful idea. The story of how he met his wife, Naoko is is so beautiful. It's just lovely. And like, it's such an interesting story that that by itself would be a great movie. (laughs) Like it would be, that would be an incredible romance film. And that was just part of the bigger picture for this one. Um, This is, by quite a bit, I think the best movie of all of these that we've talked about today. Yeah. Uh, and again, these are all incredible movies that I love a lot, and I think this is by quite a bit the best yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I can't say enough good. This is just so impressive on all fronts. It's just such a unique style of story. Yeah. Like telling me an animated biopic that is also fictionalized but is also grounded in truth is just the way that he was able to turn that into a beautiful movie is just the most impressive freaking thing ever and yeah this is what i would point people to if they want to know like what is hayao miyazaki capable of it's like if you want the imaginative side of him go watch spirited away if you want just like hey i'm gonna just throw a perfect movie in your face watch the wind oh, yeah. yeah this is this is incredible um and we could be here all day but uh <laughs> i deeply deeply dearly love this movie and that will be uh shown in my rankings yeah absolutely so, speaking of rankings want to get into we it wanna go ahead and reveal those real quick let's see list a belongs to you okay so why don't you go first okay so I'll start this out with my bottom two. So eight through one, I love. My bottom two are like, I don't really have any desire to watch these again. Um, Number 10 is Kiki's Delivery Service. I mean, the only reason I would want to watch that again is to see that town. And I can just, you know, look up pictures of that. Um, And number nine is Castle in the Sky. um, Because I can't remember what happened. So... (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's number nine um number eight poco rosso um yeah dude the the pig is he's just a great guy man a pig voiced (laughs) by brian cranston who can fly planes and is a bounty hunter michael keaton that's what i said yeah michael keaton you said brian (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) they're the same person uh number seven (laughs) number seven um spirited away like I said, just well, so winded that didn't really care what happened to those characters. Uh, but it was a really good movie. Um, number six, my neighbor Totoro. Um, 
look, I, I know some people will have this higher because it's their favorite, but um, nothing really happened, which is also what's great about this movie. So I added it at number six. Um, number five, Howl's Moving Castle. I would probably have this higher if I like Sad Boys as much as you did, Danny. Um, but mm-hmm. for the majority of the time, Sad Boys are on screen. Um, I'm kind of just like, hey, get over yourself, man. You, you, love me a you got boy. a pretty good life. Um, and also, Hal just reminded me of every uh, every like dude 16 to 18 years old on TikTok. Um, like all he was missing was that like one earring that they all have. <laughs> uh, number four, Nasca of the Valley of the Wind. Um, like I said, uh, Nasca is the greatest I think character ever created for television or movies. Um, number three, Princess Mononoke, uh, just an epic if there ever was one. Um, so good. Okay, one and two. I know I usually say that I rate based on what is best. I pulled a fast one, and I put my favorite at number one. So I got number two, The Wind Rises, which I think is Miyazaki's best movie, at number two, and number one, Ponyo. Yeah, I nice. love Ponyo so much, man. Nice. Uh, the only two like sort of big differences in our rankings is gonna be Ponyo and Kiki's. Okay. Those are the only two that are have like a significant difference. The rest are just like one or two off. So okay. It'd be a tough one for our judge. Um, you said like number eight through one you love a lot. For me, that's like nine through one. Uh, there's only one that I didn't like connect with, and. Uh, even this is a good movie and is beautiful enough to get for me to give it four stars, but you're it for it was forgettable for me. Number ten is Castle in the Sky. <laughs> Again, sorry, Mason Merritt. He's gonna try to fight me. Do you but... remember what happened? I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I remember the I remember the pir- the sky pirates well, and their ship. And that's it, that's dude. Like... That's it, dog. That's the whole thing, that's like buddy. Someone, that's it. That's like if someone asked you, hey, what happened in Star Wars A New Hope? I remember this like Han Solo guy and this really furry dude <laughs> in the Millennium Falcon. But other than that, I have no idea what yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, listen, I get it. And I just watched this three weeks ago, man. And I just do not remember a whole lot. And again, I'm sorry, but I had to watch 10 movies in a month to prepare for this podcast. And this one, just the least memorable by kind of a lot. Sorry. So yeah, number 10 castle in the sky again. Great movie. I just like beautifully. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah. Visually great movie. I forget. All right. Number nine is Porco Rosso. Number eight is Ponyo. Uh, Number seven, My Neighbor Totoro. Number six is Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Five is Spirited Away. Four is Kiki's Delivery Service. So I liked Kiki's a lot more than you did. Um, Number three is Howl's Moving Castle. Number two is Princess Mononoke. And one is The Wind Rises. This was an easy. As soon as I saw it, that shot up to the top of my rankings. This movie is incredible. Yeah, so I figured right, you'd have a our... sad boy Hal at least at number two. Well, he's number three. <laughs> uh, it's just it's hard to put that over Mononoke, which is just such. It's so different than the yeah, rest but you of don't have like a sad. Such a... You don't have a sad boy in Mononoke. <laughs> Why does she talk? He's a little sad. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's he's not. a little. Sometimes he's a little <laughs> he's sad. Well, no. Uh, yeah, it's Princess Mononoke. It's just a different 
type of movie. It's like, I don't know. It's so hard to compare with all of these because you're like, this is an actual fantasy epic movie that is just also animated. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting how, uh, how different a lot of these movies are. Like Totoro, Ponyo, clearly kids' movies. Yeah. Princess Mononoke is an epic. The Wind Rises is a freaking biopic. <laughs> like, there are all such different movies that are that are beautiful and incredible in different ways. There are a couple movies that like I I don't want them to be made into live action, but I also would like mm-hmm. to see what they would look like if like like Denny did one or like yeah. you know someone who's who's known to do really good sci fi. I would love to see Nasca live action. Mononoke would be so cool. The Wind Rises would be great if like a really great director did that one. Um, I don't know if like I, Paul I think Thomas. The only Anderson. one of these, the only one of these, I think that I would be excited that I would really like be behind a live action version would be Mononoke. Yeah, like that one feels the most easily transferred, not easily, but like successfully transferred over to live action and could be this big like booming epic. The rest of these, I love as yeah. <laughs> like I joke, I only want them. Even the Wind Rises, I. Oh, I don't need another live action biopic. Leave it like it is. Yeah. And I love this movie. Yeah. So you would lose a lot in the, like, I think the airplane scenes of them, like walking along the plane wings. And I think you would, I mean, lose you could definitely film some, that, bro. you could do it. You could definitely film it. It just wouldn't feel, I don't know. It would feel different, but Mononoke would be an incredible live action movie yeah. that I'd be so, so into, but all right, uh, let's take a quick break. Gosh, it's been an hour ten already. We haven't even brought the judge on. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with our guest judge. We're back. Uh, this week's special guest is a big Miyazaki fan. Uh, I think. I hope so. At least <laughs> I, I was told that she was, and so it seemed like a no-brainer to ask. I immediately more. have a question. I haven't even been introduced yet. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, sure. Okay, I'll introduce myself. Hi, Megan Spell on the Download Podcast. Thanks for having me. So, Danny, <laughs> you did just like cold text me at one point and say, I think you're a Miyazaki fan. Um, what gave you that impression? I don't think we've ever talked so, about it. So, I believe I was the one that texted Danny and said you should be on, and it was solely because you have uh, – a star rating for every Miyazaki movie on Marvel okay. Box, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Okay, just wondering. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it was a tie thing. And I okay. said, sure, yeah, I love having Megan on. We haven't had her on in a minute, so let's do that. Yeah, it's that's been like it. two and a half months, so I'm yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. Which for like literally every other podcast in the world, it's like, oh, that's not a long time between having – so you can have any guests. For us, we have like four people that we rotate through, so it's been a minute. And now thinking about it, it's been a minute since we had Shane on. Like we have to have him back on for something. Oh, yeah. I've, been, like, I've been – Three whole weeks, I think. Yeah, I've been uh, actively trying to out outnumber him on – try to get ahead. Uh, I want to lap him on guest appearances. So. Well, we're, we're, <laughs> we're doing a uh, sports heroes related uh, episode sometime in the future. If you want to, uh, don't your, even say it. I'm in childhood sports heroes. <laughs> uh, uh, my list, counts, my list is just ten of the guys from the Miracle Hockey Team. Terrizio, <laughs> <laughs> me, McClanahan. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. First and I, last, I vote for I, that list. <laughs> Herb Brooks, <laughs> <laughs> the doctor, the doctor, the old weird doctor from the team. Uh. <laughs> It's a good list. I'd vote for that list. No, I mean, it's a really solid list. <laughs> I'm right, sorry uh, for liking America. I don't know. I guess that's just me. 
look, we have to move on before she starts singing Toby Keith. Yeah, I can't, can't have that on this show. No, it's okay. I don't know Toby Keith's song. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, all right. We, we're talking the Studio Ghibli films directed by uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, f- Ghibli or Ghibli? Are you, which side of that camp do you fall on? I have said Ghibli, but I think <laughs> technically it is Ghibli. That's what I is say. It? See, I thought it I was. I don't know. I thought it actually Ghibli. was Ghibli, and that's Studio what I've Ghibli. been saying. I don't know. But I, I, I'm not going to tell anybody they're wrong. It's one of either. those things that you get in your head, and then you can't. You, you, I'll never, I'll never be able to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, Ghibli uh, sounds like almost too like on the like perfect for a cartoon network to be. Yeah, like that yeah, sounds too that perfect way, to represent. But aren't aren't almost all these movies perfect? Isn't that what we're about to talk <laughs> that's about? True. That's true. <laughs> Danny, Danny doesn't think one is, but yeah, true, absolutely. Okay, I'm intrigued. Don't tell me. I gave all Don't of them. <laughs> I gave all of them at least four stars. Okay. So they're all at least very good movies. There's just one that is significantly less very good than the rest of them. Oh god, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Having seen the list, I know what the contenders are, and I'm intrigued. <laughs> right, before before I read the list out and recap them for everybody. Uh, Megan, can you kind of give us a, a a background on when did you watch these movies? Did you like them all immediately? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think like the first one I would have seen would have been Totoro because I, I think I saw that ages ago. It's like very mellow. And I think when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, this is like a nice little movie. But I was young and I don't think I was like, you know, I didn't I didn't end the movie. And, you know, in my, you know. 13 year old brain go like oh he has a masterpiece uh so but since then you know obviously you get into movies and uh you know you kind of start going down a deep deep dive into you know different very famous directors and obviously Hayao Miyazaki's Miyazaki is like one of the most famous directors so yeah um and then uh there had still been so I I kind of started with you know the big ones which I probably didn't even see until I was in college like Mononoke, Spirited Away, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then I filled in my gaps um, either last year or the year before. A different podcast I listened to was doing a series on Miyazaki and uh, was releasing an episode on all of his movies week to week. So I fill, filled in everything I hadn't seen. So now I've seen them all. <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh, we, we had a discussion about, or I brought it up, of who I think Miyazaki's best friend would be in the directing world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an American director. Do you think you could take a guess? Well, this is ridiculous because Miyazaki would never have a best friend. He would never have that weakness. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a Suck weakness. It, he's, he's I don't a, see that as a weakness. He's a cold take that tie, man. idiot. <laughs> I don't Every see time that as a I watch like a, a documentary with him, I'm just like, my gosh, I just can't believe someone this severe could make something so beautiful and soft. <laughs> he's so terrifying. I know he'd hate me as a person. I know he'd just hate me. <laughs> Well, Ty said that he would be best friends with Wes Anderson, so I yeah. think you guys have very different <clears throat> vibes about it. Oh, we do. Else, so. we, we do. I, I bet he would think Wes Anderson was affected. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's that, wrong. <laughs> that's one thing. We, we talked about a little bit. I watched all of these movies for the first time in my life in the month of April 2021, so mm-hmm. I hadn't seen any of them before that, mm-hmm. and so that didn't give me a whole lot of time to do a lot of back 
like research on Miyazaki as a person. I know nothing about this dude mm-hmm. other than I saw a meme one time that was like Miyazaki's movies versus Miyazaki, and one was like very happy and cheerful, and the other was like a horror movie he, scene. So yeah. apparently he's not a he's not a super happy go. I mean dude. he he's just very serious. He takes the craft seriously. He. he uh, he seems like an intense guy. <laughs> and I think he just like, he'll just be like smoking a cigarette, staring out the window. And it just seems to come out of nowhere, like some beautiful thought. And then he retired. And then he's like, I'm making a little retirement project. And it's about the meaning of life. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are, are you excited about his new movie coming out? Or I've literally, think- I don't, there isn't one that I don't like. So yes. <laughs> or do you think that maybe it would have been kind of perfect for him to go out on The Wind Rises? Right. So we can get a little bit into this because I know The Wind Rises is number one and number two on the list. And uh, spoiler for my list is my number one. And I think is about as perfect of a movie as anyone could ever make. Makes me weep. Uh, if I watch it, yeah. I could just then afterwards sit on the couch and cry for hours and hours. <laughs> um, but I think he's earned the benefit of the doubt because uh, if I watch Spirited Away, I'm also like, this is also a perfect movie. And then he made five more. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I texted Megan and I was like, "Hey, no spoilers, but I ruined my day by starting it with The Wind Rises. I will you now should be have told me for the rest of my Sunday." Yeah, that's definitely not a Sunday watch. You'll really just lose it. Yeah, I I have made a habit because I knew I had to watch all of these movies in kind of a short time span, and I don't. I'm not. I think you guys like to spend your downtime watching movies like that's your that's not really I'm more of a TV guy. And so I had to kind of force myself to do this. But I had a nice little weekend uh, ritual of like I would wake up eight thirty, nine o'clock or whatever on a Saturday and Sunday, have a very big iced coffee and drink that through the entirety of these movies. I did that every Saturday and Sunday for a month. It was delightful. That's a good. Uh, yes. That's a good month. It's an incredible morning ritual that I think I'm going to continue forever. Um, but yeah, starting my Sunday with the wind rises and it was done by like 11 a.m. And I'm like, oh, I just have the rest of my day to be depressed. Great. I can't, can't wait for the rest of my Sunday here. Yep. Uh, also, do y'all think Miyazaki is, you know, that character in Dunkirk, the, uh, oh gosh, I forgot the actor's name, but uh, the old guy uh, who drives his boat. Over oh, yeah. Harry oh, Styles. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, the old guy Harry Styles. Mark Rylance, God. Mark Rylance. Um, <laughs> and he can just tell the airplane by the sound that it's making. Do you oh, think absolutely. Miyazaki, like, he just he looks up, he's like, oh, that sounds like a blah, blah, blah engine. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, created in 1989. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like I, I love the man. He's like a, he, like I, I, what I, I can't put together how he creates these things because he's just I mean, super horny for airplanes. Yeah, and air but, travel, and like, but like also like just little adorable things that make you question the universe. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I just think he's like he's like oh, and then there'll be these little like dust sprites, and they'll be cute, and they'll like clean the little you know house and yada yada yada. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, his movies get sold to Harvey Weinstein and he sends him a katana and he's like, no cuts. He's like the only person who's like, like threatened Harvey Weinstein. With, like, I don't care. What's he going to do? I'm like, oh, no my God. <laughs> here's an adorable little dust sprite. And then also here's a no face demon that eats people. Right. But then you're also going to like him. What's that? About? <laughs> Why is he iconic? What, I, I don't, relate what? to the to the demon. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, let's. Uh, I'll go ahead and read these lists out. Uh, you can give your initial reactions. It'd be a great time to read your list, mm-hmm. uh, and then if you will, just pick your winner and then scold us after. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess so that we can try to defend ourselves. Mm, there's not going to be scolding. There's no losers Good. here. <laughs> Good. Well, there is one. Sip tie. All right. Uh, list A. Uh, I'll start with ten. Go down to one. Um, number ten is Kiki's Delivery Service. Number nine is Castle in the Sky. Eight is Porco Rosso. Seven is Spirited Away. Six is My Neighbor Totoro. Five is Howl's Moving Castle. Four, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Three, Princess Mononoke. Two, The Wind Rises. And number one is Ponyo. List B, number 10 is Castle in the Sky. Nine, Porco Rosso. Eight, Ponyo. Seven is My Neighbor Totoro. Six is Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Five, Spirited Away. Four is Kiki's Delivery Service. Three, Howl's Moving Castle. Two, Princess Mononoke. And number one, The Wind Rises. Megan Spell, take it away. Okay. So, like I said, my number one is The Wind Rises, which is high up on both of these lists. Um, And these lists are very similar in a lot of ways. And I think my list is also kind of similar in a lot of ways. But um, do you want to hear my list or do you want to hear who won first? Go for it. You give us your list. Yeah. Okay. So my number 10 is Castle in the Sky. My number 9 is Nausicaa. My number 8 is Mononoke. My number 7 is Porco Rosso. My number 6 is Ponyo. My number 5 is Totoro. My number 4 is Spirit Away. My number 3 is Howl's Moving Castle. My number 2 is Kiki's Delivery Service. And my number 1 is The Wind Rises. So this is coming down to Kiki's Delivery Service and wow, Ponyo. So... so with that, <laughs> uh, my num- my winner is list B. Ugh. Hey, <laughs> I am Megan. I'm shocked at how low you have Mononoke on your list. I uh, I understand, and I can and I can back this up. I don't like the like the intense ones as much for some reason. Wow. And um and I I think that's purely personal preference. Like I mean, if you like you you would have seen when you looked at my letterbox like these are all like 4 to 5 stars near perfection. Mm-hmm. There is not a dud among these to me. So I do I love Mononoke, but I I like the softer ones, which I find funny because mm-hmm. um like no, list A, which I think based on reactions is ties. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Ponyo and Kiki's to me are a very similar like vibe. Yeah, uh, just and, one's better. Oh, okay, but like <laughs> but one and last. <laughs> okay, interesting. Okay, so then I did have another question, uh, which we didn't get to. Is did neither of you guys watch Castle of Cagliostro, or did you just was that just last on both of yours? No, that one's definitely not a Ghibli movie. It's a Miyazaki oh, movie. Oh, right. Nausicaa, Nausicaa is the one that is borderline not technically mm-hmm. a Ghibli movie, but it is included in, a, like, if you buy a Miyazaki Ghibli movie box set, it's included because it was, like, they were forming Ghibli as they were gotcha. making gotcha. Nausicaa. Uh, that and uh, Nausicaa and not including Kagliosha made it an even 10. Right. So it was just okay. kind of... Cool. I was just yeah. wondering. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's uh, such right. is my ruling. So, <laughs> I also noticed you're not uh, you're also not huge on Castle in the Sky compared. To I am also not huge on Castle in the Sky. I I mean, we, it sounds like you hate it. Well, we <laughs> no. both had trouble. 
we don't really remember what what happened. <laughs> I watched it for the first time three weeks ago, and I don't remember hardly any. That's of that. I think Castle in the Sky, and I mean there is definitely a level of well, there are three movies with Castle in them, and half of them are about the sky. So uh, that yeah. definitely is not. It's not a very, it's not one of the more memorable ones. I agree. I feel like there's like the iconography of, you know, the floating, floating body. But other mm-hmm. than that, I, that's also one that has, has just stayed with me less. The, the crazy yeah. thing about this, this is the only one that I watched twice. And I still don't remember anything about it. I had, I, so I watched all of these in the English dub just because that's usually how I watch animated stuff, even like anime when I watch it Mm -hmm. for the dub usually. Um, But Anna Paquin ruins everything for me. Like, I just think she's bad, uh, especially uh, as a voice actress, apparently. I thought she was absolutely awful. And so I was like, oh, that's not fair to this movie. So I watched it immediately after in the original Japanese Mm -hmm. and enjoyed it a lot more. Like, Mm -hmm. again, this is a four-star movie for me, even though it's my number 10. I enjoyed it a lot more. It just didn't stick. uh, And still just don't remember hardly anything about (laughs) this movie. Yeah, that's how I feel. So that one's also my – that's also my last – and then, the, I mean, the next two above that were for me were Nausicaa and Mononoke, which are a little more the intense, um, more yeah. destroying this world ones, <laughs> <laughs> which is fair, you know. And I'm, and that, those are both yeah. very good movies. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was talking about it, it was very surprising because I went from pretty sure I went from Totoro, Ponyo, Castle in the Sky to Mononoke, and like the first fight sequence, someone uh, gets their arm severed off, and I was like, right. oh. This is different. This yeah. is so different. <laughs> there's definitely there's definitely different vibes between those. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it, it wasn't as shocking for me because I started I, – I watched these in chronological order. So I watched Nausicaa first, and that's uh, – I mean, there's some darker vibes, and, like, she gets shot. And so, like, I wasn't expecting all of these to be – kid. like, I wasn't Totoro. expecting Totoro yeah. and Ponyo for all of these. <laughs> Uh, and so it wasn't as big of a shock for me, so that probably helped. But yeah, Mononoke, like it's a legitimate like fantasy epic that is also yeah, it's such a different vibe than the rest of and these. It's like, really it's good, <laughs> but it's a way different vibe than all of these other movies. Yeah, and I think like that's that probably like I mean again this list is you know obviously subjective you know and if I was yeah. making the list on like you know which I think are like the you know biggest feats of you know storytelling and movie making and you know then like probably like Spirit Away and Mononoke would be my one and two but yeah you know I I like to watch The Little Witch <laughs> <laughs> The witch is cute and flies and oh has a cat that talks. Oh my gosh, she's a little talking cat. She just moved to the big city. She's trying to make it on her own. <laughs> I love Kiki's. Like, yeah. I, I think Kiki's is so good and delightful. And like it's kind of like a like Totoro. Nothing bad really happens. Yeah. Kiki's, it's a little bit like there's a little bit of drama there. Mm-hmm. But it's still just like, hey, they're in a Mediterranean like seaside town that is beautiful, and she flies and is cute, and this boy has a crush on her, and that's great. I love this a lot. There, yeah. The thing that I love about Kiki's, and just immediately I was just in on this, is she is a little witch. She uh, takes off from her hometown because it's time for her to like go out into the world and be a witch, and she lands <laughs> in 
in the town that she moves and she goes hi do you guys have a witch and they're like nah, no <laughs> and she's like i'll be this town's witch and i'm like i'm in i don't know what the premise is but i'm in she's just the local witch to do deliveries and barely make enough money to live above the bakers i'm obsessed <laughs> Gosh, Kiki's is so good. Ty didn't like it because it reminds him of Sabrina, and he doesn't like Sabrina. Yeah, is that just because Sabrina. there's a talking black cat? And be honest well, with me, it's and there's a witch. It's there's a, a witch. witch and a. Why don't you like Sabrina. Sabrina? I don't know. I just never dug it. It's very I wasn't a big Sabrina opinion. guy. I don't. I think it's a pretty popular opinion with boys that were young that age. They just didn't really like Sabrina. Interesting. I wasn't friends with boys. I still don't like them that much. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I got a question for you. What, Mm -hmm. uh, and Danny, if you want to answer, if you could choose like one place to go to out of these 10 movies for like the day and you're guaranteed not to like be harmed or anything, where would you go? Got to spend 24 hours there. Oh, gosh. I mean, I feel like the town in Kiki's is kind of hard to say. The town no in Kiki's to. is good. Idyllic. The town in Ponyo is good. I mean, Ooh, Porco I Rosso answer. in that little mm-hmm. nightclub. Ooh. Oh, oh, there's see, so my, many my good answer options. is the little cove that Porco lives in. Like oh. Porco yeah. just parks his parks his plane <laughs> on the beach and then lives in that cove on like. That might be like, give me a day. I don't have my phone. I don't have nobody's bothering me. I just get to chill <laughs> in Porco's Cove on the freaking Mediterranean Sea or wherever the hell they are. That's what I want. I and that sounds this isn't my answer, but I do like we haven't talked about Howl's Moving Castle yet. <laughs> this isn't my answer, yeah. but <laughs> that'd be a pretty chill twenty four hours. Yeah, but <laughs> then you'd have to deal with like the sad boy of all sad boys, right? Which yeah, I would I remember, hate. I, I think sad boys. I'm, I I like sad boys. I'm sometimes a sad yeah, boy. Yeah, I would never want to. I, I don't know. How it seems like a pain. I wouldn't want to hang out with him. What? <laughs> See, like the plus, like I would love to go to Hal's movie castle if Hal was just not a little, just terrible. But Calcifer's there. <laughs> yeah, Calcifer would be a plus. So Hal, cool. Hal just reminds me of every 16-year-old on TikTok right, right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the aesthetic that he gets. That off. is definitely... I mean, I think it's like a TikTok <laughs> thing. People try to make that sweater from Howl's Moving Castle. This seems like a silly question. I have to assume neither of you guys have read Howl's Moving Castle, <laughs> the book. Okay. No. Well, it's also an excellent book. <laughs> so that's just my plug for Howl's Moving Castle, a children's <laughs> English book. <laughs> uh, so wait, what's your answer? Um, I mean, I, I got to go Kiki. I got to go. Yeah. I got to go, Kiki. <laughs> Such a nice town. So I think nice. I'd go with the town in Ponyo when it's yeah. flooded. The town in Ponyo is like a friendlier place. Like everyone yeah. there seems to be like having a good time. Everyone in yeah. Kiki is like, I'm busy living my life, girl. <laughs> I don't have time for your <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Come in my little beach cove where no one's going to bug me for although, a day. Although Totoro would be whatever town that is it would be fun i just like want to hug i just want to give him a hug i feel like he'd be a great hugger oh yeah i mean oh there's something about totoro man and the cat bus oh yeah it's i mean it's all i love these movies it's just so cute it's 90 minutes they're so warm and the greatest song ever i also like ponyo of the sea it's another oh, banger. Yeah, that's, a good one. that's our that's our outro gotcha. when we uh, get out of here. That's our outro. Frankie, our intro Frankie Jonas finally got to display his musical chops and sing the Ponyo song. That's the love. Yeah, we talked about how 
Ponyo is just like, hey, do you have a famous sibling? Here's yeah. a bone. You can yeah. be a Ponyo. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, El Fanning? I know, I know there's Fanning. No, uh, <laughs> Ponyo. Noah Cyrus. Noah yeah, Cyrus Jonas. and Frankie Jonas. Oh my gosh, no, that's t- such Totoro a Disney cast. Gosh. I, uh, I mean, it is funny because like we're talking about this and we're like, oh, like Totoro. Like if I lived in the Totoro town, I could just go out and get a hug from a big magical Totoro. And then I watch The Wind Rises and I'm like, war will ruin us. <laughs> <laughs> you can create nothing beautiful without it being used against you in the long run. <laughs> oh, that's such a good. Movie. And that's my favorite one. Oh my god, it's so good. It makes me weep. <laughs> I still think I'm depressed. From- oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That'll set it off. I would. <laughs> the only two places I would want to go in the wind rises is one. I'd want to go have a, have a cigarette on that back porch, even though mm. I haven't smoked a cigarette in four years. I'd I've never smoked a cigarette, smoke but a I'm cigarette. interested. <laughs> um, and then uh, the dream sequence. So I could stand on the wing of an airplane and just listen to oh. those two guys talk about how much they love airplanes. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> Well, it's in a dream, so you know you're not going to die. <laughs> I, oh, no, I not for heights. I, don't I would just weep. Dudes talk about airplanes for an hour. <laughs> that is true. It's one of those things where I'm like, oh, man. I, like, I'll like i watch The Wind Rises, and I'll be like, am I really into airplanes? Like, oh, my gosh, let me go read up about it. And then immediately I'm like, <laughs> What if I built no. model planes? What if I was a model plane guy? Yeah. I could be that guy. Mm, I you don't want no. to be that guy. <laughs> you, would have to yeah. add it. you would have to add it to your hinge profile. The quickest way to my heart, model airplanes. Yeah, I see. I I only feel that way while I'm watching Wind Rises. Like I'm Megan Trite. You watch that, and it's like that could be a cornerstone of my personality. Is That's, airplanes? Maybe cool, I'm a plane person now. I, yeah. Then the, the movie ends, and you're like, airplanes are kind of whack. Actually, so really it's less it. about airplanes and more about like anything that you create. You know, it's a love letter for <laughs> passion, bro. Yeah, and it makes me weep. <laughs> It may, it makes me weep one because it's very sad and also like, oh, I'm not like passionate about anything uh, constructive at all. <laughs> so maybe I should find something. <laughs> wow. That's oh boy. Okay, we're getting into it. Uh, <laughs> this is not the show. For I mean, that. it is like there is like independent of all the airplane stuff. There is a tragic drama happening in this movie, and then oh, on yeah. top of that, they're like. Oh, by the way, um, this man loves airplanes more than anything in the entire world. He just wants to make them beautiful, and they will be used uh, in wars uh, that will, you know, continue to wage no matter uh, whether he makes them or not. So, really, everything is uh, fruitless. And I'm like, okay, thanks, Ayo. Good night. <laughs> Thank you, Mister. So, yeah, you should probably sure watch Wind Rises and then watch Pocaroso after because uh, yeah, Pocaroso just makes you happy. That's and the- it's the most. Ugh. I want to read you some quotes. So, cause, so I already talked about this in the discussion episode. It is hands down the most quotable Ghibli film of all time. Um, great quote. I'd rather be a pig than a fascist. I said so it to good. Danny. <laughs> On point. On point. Uh, what is this, Shakespeare? No, it's Porco. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, and then all middle-aged men are pigs, which is, you know, yeah. You're not wrong, Miyazaki. You're, no, you're not so. wrong. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love Porco Rosso. 
Yeah. I don't know. I want to be friends with him so bad. <laughs> no, he is. He's absolutely the best. I'm very, I know we'd love to be friends with Porco Rosso. Absolutely unexplained how he's a pig man. <laughs> we don't no, even... he got cursed. He got cursed. <laughs> they like, said it in the movie. But like, there's no <laughs> other people that like, it's not like a magic world. No one at all. else is cursed as no, a pig. It's like, <laughs> no one else is Everything an is very tangible, and then he was cursed, and everyone's like, ah, what you gonna do? Uh, <laughs> it's like Kiki. It's like, okay, we're, you know, we're all, I'm making a pie for my granddaughter, and there's a girl who flies. Okie dokie. <laughs> okay, favorite. how about um, what vehicle would you choose to captain for the day cat bus absolutely cat bus no question cat bus. what about the you Nausicaa glider i think yeah that's a good one mm. um i would want to operate Halsman oh, castle. Yeah, the castle i'm still going cat bus yeah. though whimsy i don't think i would want to because like you're still in a house like you're moving and that's rad but you're not okay fine get- danny i'll change it then i'll <laughs> drive Porco Rosa's Why am I red plane. It's just wow. You got so mad because they said you're still in a house. It's a moving Sorry. castle, though. It's a house. It's a it's a house. No, it's a castle. It's a castle. It's not how the title a of it house. is that a wouldn't castle. Even work. Listen, I I understand what the title of the movie is. It's a house. You haven't read the book. <laughs> what? I've not read the book. We've established this already. <laughs> Neither of us have read the book. So. <laughs> and probably won't read castle. the book. No, you definitely won't read the book. I asked it to be polite. I knew neither of you had. <laughs> I'm being yelled at. I'm being judged. I, this is. The, the I, I purpose of me being here is to judge. Now I'm just being just ripped apart. <laughs> All I said was it was a house. Goodness. Don't be a martyr. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, who do you... So we both agreed on one movie having the best uh, cast, not by star power, but by the way they performed. Uh, Ooh. What? Who do you think was the best like voice cast? This is tough for me because now I'm... I, will, I have seen them in a mix of... Um, I mean, Mononoke is pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> that was the first one that jumped to mind. What'd you guys say? Uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Oh yeah, well it's just because I think Billy Crystal like really took it over the edge. <laughs> <That's>... How great <laughs> he was. That is, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Christian Bale's great at just oh yeah, oh my he's God. got huge sad boy energy. Great energy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the and worst. But... The... Josh Hutcherson was so good too. <laughs> yeah. I'm a and big I, Josh Hutcherson melding. <laughs> I love the melding of Emily Mortimer's uh, voice with the older ladies, like the way mm-hmm. that they jump back and forth, but it still felt like the same character. Like that was impressive. You're yeah. already taking a movie and like performing it in a language that it wasn't written in so that you're already like changing things a little bit but to like do that so well that like very specific thing it's really impressive and really really good yeah yeah and then do you know i might be wrong about this but i'm pretty sure so tina fey was in ponyo oh wait we didn't even let you answer your question (laughs) oh i think i said mononoke okay oh that's right yeah yeah um so tina fey was in ponyo Mm -hmm. and ponyo loves ham right 
So in 30 Rock, ham. her little theme song, Somebody <laughs> Get Me Some Ham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, like, she wrote that in because she was in Ponyo. There's a lot of ham in 30 Rock. Um, they also yeah. really like the way Tracy Jordan's wife uh, the, and the Queen ham. of Jordan says ham. Um, ham. <laughs> I would love to have just a two-hour loop of Ponyo saying ham and uh, Tracy Jordan's wife yeah. saying ham. I'm, I'm, ham. I, I don't have, like, ham. strong opinions about ham, but... That movie makes it seem great. <laughs> the food in every oh Miyazaki God, movie looks so spirited good. away. <sighs> Man, I would. I would I turn would, into. A I pig would turn into a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. I already did. Rather be a pig <laughs> than a looks... fascist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, lots of pig stuff in me. Yeah. Pigs and planes is kind of this guy's jam, huh? That's a hey. You know what? It works. <laughs> there, there are worse things. Yeah. All right. Any uh, final questions, comments, concerns about uh, Miyazaki movies before we get out of here? I'm trying to think. I think we we kind of touched on all of them. So, no. I love these movies. They're very soothing. Um, yeah. I want to make an iced coffee and start every weekend morning. Um, I'm telling you, dude, it's an it's like an incredibly delightful, especially if you just take, fill up a big old mason jar. It takes me about an hour and a half to sit my way through it, and that's about how long most of these movies are. It's a great little routine. Is there another is there another series of movies that are like this that we could uh, rank? Oh gosh, none this good. That are so like that um, are related, that are very my, my, like. My Sunday morning routine is now the rest of the Ghibli movies that aren't Miyazaki. Movie, so oh, I'm just continuing. there is some. Ooh, <laughs> careful, <laughs> careful where you go with that. <laughs> There's some that'll take you out. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but no, I mean I can't think of anything. I think it's he. He's kind of incomparable. <laughs> uh, I mean I can't think of anyone who's had like a win streak like this. Like yeah, just it's like banger, the banger, only person banger, that banger. comes close. <laughs> And he's only had three movies is Pete Doctor. Right. But And he's only had three. It's only been three. And for some reason to me hmm, like there's I love Pixar movies. Don't get me wrong. But I I can kind of sometimes see like the Pixar movies like when they were created. Like sometimes they feel like they were created in a in a lab to elicit these feelings and like if you watch the wind rises you're like i don't know how he pulled this off that like <laughs> jesus that genius <laughs> so i think yeah uh at least for me in recent history with miyazaki uh kind of takes the cake yeah at least we can all agree that Castle in the Sky is the worst of these. Uh, it's I just, just can't remember what happened that is it's just decidedly the least memorable to me as well <laughs> Again, sorry, Mason like three, Merritt. Yeah, I've said it three times. Sorry, Mason Merritt in the Mad About Movies Discord. He is uh, a huge Castle in the Sky stand and will be very angry with us for not liking Mason, it. Mason, they're all it, they're all good. You can't be wrong, mad. So. Yeah, I still gave it like four stars on Letterboxd. I just yeah, can't same. remember why I gave it four stars. The past, it's, pretty. it's a very pretty movie. <laughs> the past two times I've come on this show, it's been all things that I've loved, and it's like choosing my favorite children. It's a nightmare over here. Maybe we'll do something you hate. That'd be what, fun. What, is, what do I? I mean, let's talk about our least favorite musicals. <laughs> least favorite musicals. West Side Story number one. Are you just trying to elicit a response from me? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> like, did you intentionally pick my favorite musical just to make me angry? <laughs> <laughs> a 
so are we yeah. gonna call this off call this off. Things they hate? Is that our new jam? <laughs> we, we started this show and it's like we gotta have guests on that like love the topics that like that's a now we're just like screw no. it dude we know who we want on our show let's mess with them let's well i them still talk stuff they hate i still think it would be a great bit if we do a most overrated movies rankings but tell shane it's something else and bring him on no because <laughs> <laughs> no. danny's entire list would be all of shane's favorite well <laughs> danny don't even get me started i mean just the fact the audacity that you have anything. to come here and say some of the things that you say i didn't say anything ty did this not today but just in general <laughs> I don't, what did I? I don't just, I just, I'm certain you've said things, <laughs> Megan. We started a whole other podcast uh-huh. to get me to watch these movies that people are mad that I haven't seen. So I'm working on it. I promise. I, I mean, I'm less. I get. I mean, it's. I'm less annoyed when people are like, "Oh, I haven't seen that." Like, life happens. I understand that our priorities are yeah, not the same. same. Like, this is. Don't worry, things fall. There are movies that I haven't seen that people will be offended that I haven't seen. But sometimes you'll be like, oh, I've seen it. Nah. <laughs> and that's when I get annoyed. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean you didn't like it? <laughs> I can't even think of a specific I can't movie. either, but uh, you know it's works, happened. <laughs> probably. That's fine. Well, just, just keep listening for when I make Danny watch Citizen Kane. I mean, he's just very dramatic. I feel like he's going to watch it and be like, oh, I feel like you, like, I don't think you're going to love it by any means because you've spent this long being stubborn. Like, I think you physically won't let yourself, like, actually like it. But I think you're, you'll take. That's not true. I think your take on Citizen Kane will be like, oh, yeah. He'll do this. He'll do this (laughs) dumb cop out where he goes. Oh, well, I understand why it's considered the greatest movie, (laughs) but it's just not for me. That is the one thing that I feel like can become, like, a burden if you you are really behind on some, like, specific genres of movies. Because, like, I feel like I was really behind on horror, so, like, I would watch, like, The Exorcist, and I'd be like, I feel like I can't appreciate this because I've seen this parodied so many times. Like, this doesn't seem scary to me. I'm, like, so aware of this iconography. Like, it's not working. And everyone's like, but this was the first time that they did this and like all these different techniques and and i'm like i understand but i like now i could just go see any old crappy horror movie and they'll use this to you know just set the scene (laughs) yeah danny you good man i didn't mean to go at you so hard he looks so sad (laughs) what am i even what am i supposed to do when i watch a movie that's good mm-hmm. that I don't like because it's going to happen a lot, bud. You we'll can watch- lie. <laughs> no, you don't lie. lie. Don't lie. <laughs> Everyone likes to be mad at you anyway. Just live your truth. <laughs> it's just like it's we're like three weeks into this new show we've only like introduced me to one movie i think on that <laughs> other show that we started and like that's what it's like hey this isn't for me but i get that it's very it's gonna happen a lot but this is gonna happen a whole lot i, so I get it man you're a, you're a hufflepuff i understand <laughs> i think i like yeah. to be hated in a way not hated but like i like when people are really mad at me about an opinion so i mean yesterday i was running a dnd session and at one point i had six people fully screaming at me about whatever shenanigans <laughs> i was pulling and i was just thrilled uh so danny i think you just lean into that you'd be the villain i don't like to be hated i'm just not a liar i like to be oh hated i want people to feel strongly <laughs> about me positively or negatively 
I, see, no, I'm getting fine my DMs, being... people. I want people to hate how much they love me. Oh, uh, I'm fine with people being like, you don't know a single thing. <laughs> You're dumb head and be like, okay. I'm too, I'm too narcissistic to care about what people think about me. It's just not in my wheelhouse. That's Oh, see, I, I am narcissistic in the way that like my ego is fully bulletproof at this time. There's nothing you can say that will convince me that I'm incorrect. <laughs> okay, Danny, time to get out of here. <laughs> Fine. Great I'm episode, guys. <laughs> this show sucks. Uh, thank you for listening to the rankings, I guess. Uh, we want to thank our special guest, Megan Spell, I guess. Uh, no, just I kidding. Guess. Thank you, Megan, for, for jumping on. Uh, this is a fun episode. Um, please listen on the download. Um, they do better stuff than we do. <laughs> you guys talk about movies and TVs. You just did a cool Oscars recap uh, episode. You guys are always talking about cool TV shows and cool movies and stuff that are just coming out. It's, it's a very fun show. Um, it's nice listening to a show where two get or two hosts like each other. We do. It's really, it's foreign for, we love each other. Here, so. We Danny, love each other. Have you been invited to go on the, on the download? <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Neither have I. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Never we've had guessed. one host on like six times. Um, <laughs> I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that's about. Uh, I, well, you I, can't invite us now because it would just be a pity. Now, now it would just it be up, too so. obvious. Uh, don't worry. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't count a peer pressure, so I wouldn't have anyway. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't need to be on all the downloads. I was well, like, you guys I, already what, have two what podcasts. What could I possibly add to that show? What? Nothing. <laughs> I cannot add anything. I just, I always feel bad that, like, I mean, we've had people on and then we spend, you know, the first 20 minutes talking about the fact that Ben Affleck and JLo were seen together. Like, what do you guys have to add to that? <laughs> Did you hear about, sorry, I'm bringing this up right now because it's just good contact, good content. Did you hear about uh, Ben Affleck on the dating app? Yes. And uh, of course I did. <laughs> this girl deleted the, the match because she thought it was a fake account and then Affleck contacted her through his instagram and was like hey why'd you do why'd you delete me it's me and he said it like that i can't remember what your name was he's like megan it's me why'd you unmatch and i'm like the absolute confidence to be like i assume that you thought i wasn't who i am trust me i was <laughs> i mean there he is oh man He's just so aggressively uh, divorced at the moment. And oh, I know. <laughs> I'm thrilled. And that, like, I just, oh my gosh, when Affleck and Jayla were together the first time, everyone hated it. And now everyone's like coming back around. It's going to be so funny. Oh, God, <laughs> thrilling. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's a little teaser for on the download of what the energy is. <laughs> y'all talk about A Rod on there too? Like losing like 13 pounds since they broke we up? We talk about A Rod in the context of JLo. So, like, yeah. uh, they- when. And he like, his, posted like, that video of him <laughs> like listening. His like to... major weight loss. <laughs> oh, not not that. Uh, we we we're not gonna keep up with a Rod now that the relationship is over. I'll be honest with you guys. <laughs> uh, it's honestly probably good that you're not. He's not a great person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he. I I wish him the best. I don't know what to think about a Rod. I have no opinions. <laughs> Just hate him. The majority hates him, okay, so cool. you're in the majority. I guess I hate him. him. I feel nothing yeah. towards A-Rod. Kind of how Danny's going to feel about Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can tell why it was I can movie. see why people would like him. It's just like, I don't like him. <laughs> I'm just going to dive in and just, I'm just going to wreck 
every single thing I, I said. I'm not going to give Citizen Kane a chance mm -hmm. now. I was going to before. I'm not going to. I'm just going to go into this and be like, all right, what can I rip apart with this stupid old movie? This is like every goodwill that Shane uh, builds up for things by just being like the sweetest. I just come in and tear down by being the worst. I'm I'll just text Shane separately be like, hey, don't listen this week. I lied a lot. I talked about how I hated this thing. It's actually pretty good, but, like, I've been mocked too many times. I can't keep doing what this. I think so. you if you do, do that, he's going to send you, like, the Criterion version of Citizen Kane. Because he's an angel. He's an actual real-life angel, and I love him. I don't think there okay, is a Criterion Danny, right, Let's, like, actually get end this podcast. Can I finish the – goodness gracious – Please rate and review us wherever you actually don't. I don't don't rate and review us after listening to this because it can't possibly be good. Uh, but do follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rank Kings Pod. We will be back with a new episode next week, maybe. Uh, until then, all good pirates listen to their mom. Bye. See ya. Bye. Ponyo, 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 fishy in the sea. Tiny little fishy. 